0: This is the Straight from the Net podcast with Jamie and Danielle. We say bad words and talk about inappropriate things that you may not want your coworkers, small children, or the easily offended to hear. Listener discretion is advised. Are you ready, guys? Okay! Yay! It's another episode of the Straight from the Net podcast, because of course it is. Here we are. We're it to you, and it's happening right now. On a Tuesday.
1: Yes. It's dark and gloomy and chilly. That's fucking shitty out, man.
0: It is. You know what? I've had, like, the sniffles, like, all day long. I, like, I woke up, and I started immediately sneezing through all this crap, because every time it rains, it just sets me off. And Jonathan had the nerve to be like, well, my throat's sore, so I'm not going to go to school. And I'm like, you're just like me, every single time. And he's fine. No fever, no nothing else. We can't handle it. Every time it rains, we get, like, ill. Like, it's disgusting. Like, I don't know what it goes in the air or something. I don't know. But he tried to use that one day a year I give him. I always give them one hooky day. And inevitably, both of my children, my older children, have always used it in October. I'm like, of all the times. I'm like, can't you use it in, like, April or something to extend your vacation or, you know, or, like, spring break? Nope. I'm like, what is your problem? So, any old who, um... Laney, the big news, Laney had surgery. Poor Lainey. Her looks so miserable. Yeah. She's in the cone of shame right now. And she she had a cyst for a really long time. And then for some unknown reason, big old sarcoma just formed right over it. It's like called soft tissue sarcoma. So we kept thinking the cyst just got bigger and thankfully got into our vet when we did because it literally like grew like overnight. Within a month, it was like right. humongous. And then we finally got into the vet, and they sent us this wonderful person named Dr. Katz, who's over at the Blue Pearl in Newark, Delaware, Um, Blue Pearl Emergency and Specialty Center. They are the nicest people there. There was not a single thing I can complain about in terms of, like, Dr. Katz himself and then all the staff. And when you call there, it's not like, press one for this and press two for that. No. So we did. We took her in yesterday. They did the (coughs) surgery. Um, she's got this really long scar on her leg. We're not really sure if they really got it all because they wanted to amputate her leg. (gasps) Yes, but she's like 13 years old. She's between 11 and 13. So I got her as a rescue 11 years ago. And she was already two then. Right. So we're kind of, or they thought she was like, you know, between one and three, I think she thought it was. So, and I've had her since 2011. So I'm like, no, like I'm not going to put my old ass dog through that kind of stuff. So they debulked her today. So our straight from the net podcast or mascot is sitting here, resting in her cone of shame. She just got her her medicine I'm for so, her pain medicine, and she's knocked out. Yeah, I'm so glad that she's here because I don't. It's it's weird when she's not around. It is. So yesterday she wasn't here, and you, you know I work in this office all day long too. And there's like a little doggy bed right next to my desk, so I can look at her all day long. And usually I'm used to seeing her. And anytime I get up and leave, she's with me, like, right behind me all the time. She's, like, my shadow. And she wasn't there all day yesterday. And I cried when I left her. And then I cried when I went and picked her up today. I'm getting ready to cry now. Because I was like, oh, my God. And she said she had anxiety last night and they had to give her medicine and everything. And she refused to eat. And she was shaking. Like she does at your mom's. Yeah. And she was, like, shaking. And they had to give her medicine. And that just, like, made me feel like the biggest piece of crap person because I was, like, away from her. It's so funny the things that we do with our animals.
1: Mm, they're like, I our, mean, not that you know, but they're <laughs> like our. I, I love my fish. Well, your fish, yeah. They're like our children. Yeah. Oh, is it? Is yes. the Same.
0: The lady is the same. Yes. They're like your, our children as your, as your goldfish. She is.
1: She is Aunt Jamie's girl. <laughs>
0: Yeah, so she's in here now, so if you guys well, can send a little love her. That's way. what I do when I walk through the door and she comes up and I'm like, who's your Jamie's girl? I know. And she usually comes over and gets her scratches with your nails mm-hmm. and she just and then loves she, getting and all that. She talks to me. hmm um, and I did do two TikTok videos. I'm so proud of y'all. I, I saw the one with Bruce. Yes, because my husband's more of a basic bitch than I am. He loves pumpkin spice everything. Oh, he, he loves lives for those it.
1: Entenmann's. I think that pumpkin spice drinks taste like dirt. Yeah. I do not like a pumpkin spice latte. I don't like it. I feel mm. like, here's what I think, people. This is my, this is my,
0: my, my take. <laughs> take notes.
1: Picture it, the vegetable garden. <laughs> and there's the pumpkin sitting there while everything else is getting fucking harvested. And this bougie bitch is like, go, peasants. Soon it will be my time to rain because I am superior. I mean, to the ground. The apples are definitely like queen of the sky. But anyway. (laughs) But I feel like I would do a sweet potato latte. A sweet potato latte? A sweet potato latte. There is not a thing. There is not a thing, but I feel like there should be. Oh, okay. Wait a minute. What? I feel like there should be. I feel like if you're sitting at Christmas dinner with sweet potato and pumpkin and all the vegetables in the garden, like the sweet potato is really trying her hardest to do her best. (laughs) And fucking the pumpkin is just, you know, a trophy wife and bragging about her money.
0: Oh, my God. That's her bougie cousin. And and she only comes around like, a you know, like two months out of every year and you kind of have to put up right, with her. Right, and you
1: got to put up with her
0: bullshit. Yeah, I know. And Sweet Potato couldn't even have pie because <laughs> that bitch had to take it over. Well, we we took the kids to Milburn Orchards on Sunday. Did you get apple cider donuts? We got, yes, we did. We got the. Do- they're actually sitting right there next to you too. There's Don't two sh- left. Shut your horn. um. I know, and they were warm when we got them. They were so good. Fuck, shut your warm out. And then they had an apple cider slushy. I just came a little bit. It, it was so good. Bruce and I were like, "Oh my god, it's so good." So then, of course, we take our kids and we're thinking, oh, we're going to have a day out. You know, we we didn't do the pumpkin picking yet because I think it's still too early. Our pumpkins will, like, die before we can get to Halloween. But um, we took them and we thought, oh, well, you know, we'll do the little activities and, you know, let the kids be out of the house for a little while. And we'll get the donuts and, you know, we'll get little drinks and it'll be a nice day out. And instead, our kids were like, I want to get lunch, I and something else. So, like, they didn't end up getting it. And it was like, oh, my God, like, we came here for this thing. And then they were like, well, we want hot dogs and we want ice cream. We want this instead. You can never just go somewhere with these children. Let's, I, let's talk about these kids. Fuck these kids. Well, can we talk about, like, every parent in their mind, right? When, when you think of t- doing stuff with your family, and your mind, it goes something fucking like did. Well, I'm always trying to do stuff with them, right? All the time. Right, so and that's like your first mistake. It, it is at some point in time. But I, I truly do love being with my family, though. Like, when all of us together, it's mostly five of us because Christopher's always missing. He's all working or whatever. So, it's like the five of us. But And I do genuinely like being with them. But every time you make a plan to go do something, and your mind, the parent mind says, my kids are going to be so happy. They're going to, we're going to have these memories. They're going to remember this thing. And... And we're gonna be like parents of the year. You know what I mean? Like you're doing nice things with the kids and all that stuff. And instead they go out and they just fucking take a shit on your dreams, on your delusions.
1: Yes, and this is why I never took Katie anywhere until I started <laughs> hanging out with you. And you were like, Let's go Let's to the river. Let's go to the aquarium
0: and the uh fucking um <laughs> and the fucking the science center. <laughs> I mean, even now, I'm like, oh, we should take a little guy to um, the, the Delaware Natural History Museum and let him see, like, you know, the dinosaur bones and stuff. And even now, this is how stupid I am. It's like, you know how women have babies and they forget the pain, they keep having you know babies?
1: What? This hoe just didn't learn a lesson. I
0: don't learn my lesson. And they never are happy. They're always frustrated. And, like, every parent's like, what the fuck, man? Like- oh, speaking of
1: children, what, what, what were we calling them? Semen demons?
0: Oh my God. No, that you were calling them Steven Crotch humans. Goblins. Yes. You were calling them all that. I just call them my children. Vaginal Vigilantes. Unless it's behind their back. And
1: Coitus <laughs> Consolation Prize.
0: Coitus Consolation. Oh That's my, my
1: favorite, I think.
0: Anyway, Lord. mine,
1: my very special Crotch Goblin. <laughs> crotch Goblin. Oh <my> God. <laughs> my Cooter Commando. Poor Katie. My Cooter Commando is going to be 22 on Saturday.
0: Oh, my God.
1: Her's all grown up. And I just want to say happy birthday, baby. I was going to say, Katie's been grown up. She's already done. You know what? Katie has. married. Like, she gave zero fucks about my transition. She gave zero fucks about it. There was no transition. And you know what? It's my fault because I never took her places.
0: (laughs) (laughs) You know what? She didn't have all the memories to feel guilt over. Right. She was like, fuck this hell. I'm out. I'm going to go to Disney without her. (laughs) <laughs> <I'm> Get <getting> married. <laughs> she did too. She got married. If you guys go back was to season like, one.
1: Is it season one or two. Uh, I think it might be two. Might be I married two. a Dugger or something. A runaway yeah. Dugger
0: bride or something. Yeah, shit. you guys look for that one. And Jamie talks about how her daughter, like, she finds out that her daughter got secretly married without telling her. Uh, it was, and bad. I guess she was like, "Well, we're just gonna have a big wedding, and we'll just act like that was always the wedding." <laughs> right. Well, <laughs> I mean, she came clean.
1: Yeah. Well, she didn't come clean. She probably did. You know, her best friend's mom called me and rounded her out. Oh, is that right? Yeah. Was?
0: Oh, Katie.
1: I'm going to have to do a story time on Facebook.
0: You probably did say oh, it's that. It's just been so TikTok. long. And you know how my memory is. But you know what? Jamie also did a really big thing this weekend. And a lot of us didn't. Us unvaxxers didn't uh, come.
1: You know what? They didn't fucking check VaxGuard's door. It's they didn't? fucking bullshit. I was so fucking hot. Because you and Bruce were supposed to come. Denise and Byron were supposed to come. There was about. There was supposed to be like. A bunch of people. I think there's like eight to ten people that were going to come and couldn't come. So I had Paco, Eileen, and Eileen's sister. I mean, but there was a lot of people
0: there, so that was nice. Well, I saw them like, you know, throwing dollars at you on the stage and stuff, and I was like, (sighs) when I saw the videos, I was like... Jamie is creaming her pants right now. It is solidifying I, in her heart what a star she is. Can I just tell you that I got up there
1: and I fucking stroked out on my first song and forgot all the words to my song.
0: Well, is it because you got stage? Play? I was fucking nervous. Yeah,
1: it was so nervous. And so, tell us awesome. what
0: you're doing because a lot of people, if you're just joining in now, okay. Jamie so I, became, I I wasn't a dry queen. No, but you call it a bio it, queen. It was a bio queen
1: situation, but really. I just went and sang live in a drag show. But it she had to me, dress up. Me and another live singer and then a drag queen. Right. Um, but we did dress up and we did, you know, two songs and there was an outfit change in an intermission and it was very right. fun. And I had a great time and a very nice drag queen named Emily fixed my makeup for me. And my first song was awful, but my second song with Jay was amazing. It was very and they, nice. they made it rain on me. They did. They were throwing all kinds of money at her. And they were so cute. And they were screaming my name, and Paco was so proud, and he was throwing money. Was he? And he was. And I was like, look at my oh, love. Wait, didn't
0: somebody Venmo you some
1: money? Oh, and I got Venmoed $75 from
0: one lady. Wow. Right. That is amazing. I'm so sorry to get to come with you. So he asked me back again. I don't know what month I'm going to do it, but he did ask me back again. So we'll see. Well, hopefully by then it'll all be done. because Right. So I looked at everything and I was like, oh, they got the Novovax coming. Novovax coming out. And it is like a vaccine that we're normally, we're used to, we're having. Right? So it's like the flu shot, HPV shot, like other things that I formulated it's like moths and like bark or something and it's got like a 95 percent. it's like up there with all the rest of them so we're like okay eh, i think we're gonna probably do that one and we're hoping they said something about it. it might come out this month but it's probably the end it said the end of this quarter and then into the beginning of the you know 2021 so i'm kind of like crossing my fingers that we you know don't end up with like a second case of covid but there's these really interesting um study out of israel right now that's actually saying that um your natural immunity is actually better than the vaccinated immunity and that you actually do hold on to it in the memory cells and B cells and stuff. So we're kinda like hoping. something. Like, we, we went through it. We got you through went it. I, I didn't you know so. well no well Bruce and I went through it and all the kids went through it and we made it through and I'm just, you know, hoping but I mean, we got, like, there's all these reports now coming out from, like, the military of, like, all these, like, military people getting, like, the myocarditis and whatnot. And they're having heart attacks and stuff. And I'm like, I mean, oh, my God. You know, and there's so much misinformation. And and Exactly. So I don't trust
1: shit on the Internet. I don't trust the news. I don't trust shit anymore. Well, I'm trying to just only
0: look at peer-reviewed stuff. So I'm trying not to, like, pay attention to a lot of the stuff that's going on because I know it's, like, a hot topic, you know, issue or whatever. Um, But it's definitely one of those things where I'm kind of, like.
1: I've yeah, seen I people reading, die.
0: I don't believe it's not real. I do truly believe COVID's real. I fucking I've seen read it. this
1: article today on Newsbreak where this guy commented, he was like, I knew 30 people who died from getting the vaccine. No, you didn't, you fucking lying really ass. you did not. You're a fucking, you're the reason people are out here scared to death to get a vaccine because you're fucking spreading misinformation.
0: Like, yeah, like
1: I've said before, if you want to get it, get it. If you don't, you don't.
0: Yeah, it's personal choice. Again, I totally I, I do agree. agree. It's, it's that personal with one million choice. Chance,
1: yeah. times. But do um, not... Do not fucking spread misinformation. If you are not uh, somebody who deals with infectious diseases and all that, I don't like, want to fucking hear in your it, yeah. fucking
0: shit. It's so hard. I mean, so many people are really afraid. But, like, that Novavax, I'm really hoping they come out with that. And now they're talking about a COVID pill. The COVID pill just drowned everybody in the yeah. market. The market just crashed on all these vaccines yeah, because there's a pill coming out. By Merck. Yeah. So I was like, wow. You know, I'm like, I'm really, like, holding, you know. We don't really leave the house, so there's that. We don't really leave the house. The kids do, so I'm trying very, very hard. Like with the kids being in school, they have to be masked and everything, and they have to constantly wash hands. And when they come home, they have to wash their hands, and we have to alcohol them down. So I'm trying because now is the time when you know all kinds of craziness is going to come around, and you're kind of like about every... to be flu season too. A little flu season, and just in general, like most of us get sick at the turn of the season. Oh my god, stuff, it's so. going to be like COVID. It's going to be fluvid season. Fluvid, yeah. Ugh. Flovid. I like that one. Flovid season. It is. Can so I, everybody stay safe out there.
1: Can I just tell you, remember last <laughs> week when I talked about the little bitch that said that, asked me if Kira was my daughter? Yeah. So yesterday I made a fucking Facebook post. I made a Facebook post saying that my daughter was getting ready to turn 22 and excuse me while I go fill out my AARP application. Right. And <laughs> Kira's bitch ass comments. Well, according to the mail, I get at my house for you. You've been a member for years. And then my daughter, my bitch-ass crotch, crotch goblin, fucking comments to Kira and says, quit bullying our mom. So now what? my own daughter. Oh, my God. Now my own daughter isn't on the fucking joke. I swear uh, to fucking God. I said, I'm going to be this bitch's mom one more time, and it's going to be all... It's going to be like old school, big sister, little sister, fucking beat down. (laughs) Tired of it. And Kira's
0: probably like, bring it on, bitch. No, she's not. She's scared. It's
1: her birthday. Oh, it's her anniversary. Happy anniversary to Kristen Kira.
0: Yes, happy anniversary to you guys. I may
1: be overreacting,
0: but I have. I have. It is a little frustrating, though, like to be, you know, that's your little sister and she's not that much younger than you. No, and I'm not, I don't look that old. I
1: was just tired that day. Um, (laughs) Tired that day. I was just tired, and I had all my grades oh, out. Oh my
0: god! <laughs> all right,
1: so I, speaking of overreactions, I have the fourteenth biggest overreactions in history. I'm, oh, okay. I'm well, not gonna. Yeah, this is a good way to
0: segue since you're really, right. Pretty angry. I'm about not gonna stuff. read
1: them all because you know that would take for fucking ever. But we will talk about the headlines. So. The village of Salem, Massachusetts descended into a witch hunt that took the lives of 20 people. So, the context of it is, in the early 1692, several girls became ill, and their doctor announced the cause was supernatural. They had been bewitched. The girls accused some of the village's most vulnerable residents of being witches who had cursed them. Fast forward to the hysteria and um, the Salem witch trials. Right. So, that is number 14, oh, number one of the world's most... Outrageous overreaction.
0: Okay.
1: Two, a stolen bucket kickstarted a war that took the lives of 2,000 people. What? An entire war was fought over a bucket being stolen in 1325. Oh, my God. The so-called War of the Oaken Bucket was one flash- The who? The Oaken Bucket? The Oaken Bucket was one flashpoint in larger conflicts between medieval city-states and on the Italian peninsula, the story goes: soldiers from Modena snuck into Bologna and stole the town's water bucket. Oh! The theft bruised Bologna's ego, and conflict ensued between the two cities, whose relationship was already strained thanks to ongoing conflicts. A water bucket started a war
0: that killed two thousand people. Oh my God. Oh, I love this, though. Oh, my God. The Pastry
1: War started after a French baker unsuccessfully petitioned the Mexican government for compensation. So, the context. In 1837, a Frenchman by the name of Remontel watched helplessly as his bakery was among the casualties of a civil unrest in the wake of the Mexican presidential election. The building burned down. He repeatedly sought compensation from the Mexican government. But as he was French and not Mexican, the government did nothing. Undeterred, Ramontel
0: <laughs> I wish you can see her right now. pleaded
1: with the French government and it agreed to intercede. After all, Ramontel's case offered a convenient excuse to call up the debts that Mexico owed France. But when Mexico again refused, France escalated the situation by invading... And starting the so-called pastry war. Oh my word! What the shit? Okay, four the emus. You know what emus are, right? The yeah, like the big birds, like the Karen on Useless Farm, where yeah. she's yeah. I love Karen. Oh, yeah, I know I do. I love Useless yeah. Farm. I do anyway, too. if you're not following them on TikTok, do. Okay, so emus annoyed farmers so much that Australia launched a war against the birds. Oh, against the birds. After World War I, Australia doled out plots of land in Western Australia to veterans, expecting them to become farmers. <sighs> but the, prevalent, the prevalence of around 20,000 emus made the veterans' term farmers' job difficult. The big birds ruined crops and fencing. In response, Australia went to war against the emu in 1932. <laughs> oh. The government pulled out all the stops, even sanctioned the use of machine guns, The Emu persisted. The Emu War ended in defeat for Australia. (laughs) Oh, my God. So the Birds won. Okay, five. The Peruvian soccer fans rioted after a referee made an unpopular call. The context of this is sports fans are passionate about their teams. We know Eagles fans.
0: Sorry, Uncle Pat. (laughs)
1: <laughs> Though sometimes a little too passionate, they have been several instances as fans rioting after the team lost or sometimes won in an important game. Gee, sports team that riots whether you win or lose. Anyway. <laughs> uh, anyway, through Canucks fans really did riot in Vancouver after their NHL team lost to the Boston Bruins in 2011. There have been far more violent sports riots than throughout history in in places like the United States, Egypt, and even Belgium. One of the worst ones occurred in Lima during a qualifying game between Peru and Argentina for a spot in the 1964 World Cup when a referee made a controversial call at Peru's expense. Fans rioted. The violence claimed lives of over 300 people and injured thousands more. Oh my god. Okay. Sixth. The United States sent Japanese-American citizens to internment camps after Japan attacked Pearl Harbor. This, I agree, was definitely a a fucking exaggeration. On December 17th, or December 7th, 1941, we all know that, you know, Pearl Harbor, blah, blah, blah. Right. So, um, it says on... Just a little over two months later, President Franklin Delano Roosevelt issued an executive order to intern all Americans of Japanese descent as well as Japanese immigrants who were not citizens at detention centers. Historians agree that the order was racist, prejudiced, and paranoid. Roosevelt went through the internment order out of the wrong-headed assumption that Japanese Americans may have had their loyalties divided in the worlds of one American officer. So, yeah. We all agree that that was kind of a... That was kind of an over-exaggeration. A little bit, yeah. yeah. So, number seven is riots erupt in Panama after an American tried to steal a watermelon. In the middle of the 19th century, construction of the Panama Railroad brought Americans to Panama, then part of Colombia. The project failed to bring jobs to most economically vulnerable Panama... Panamanians? Panamanians, Anyway, the people that live in Panama. Panamonians. <sighs> Panamanians. Panamaniacs. Anyway, however, <laughs> a resentment toward Americans started to simmer since more and more Americans stopped over in Panama on their way to California, the California Gold Rush. Panamanians caused, couldn't escape them, and the resentment boiled over in 1856 when an American, Jack Oliver, who was inebriated, blatantly stole a slice of watermelon. The ensuing oh. argument caused the scene that quickly spiraled into a full-on riot. Panamanians, Panamaniacs, attacked American Panamaniacs. businesses and visitors. In total, two Panamanians and 18 foreigners perished over watermelon.
0: Oh, my God.
1: Senator, this is the next one. Senator Joseph McCarthy led a high-profile inquir- inquiry into the political leanings of government and entertainment officials. What? As the Cold War revved up in the years following World War II, Senator Joseph McCarthy from Wisconsin exploited America's anti-communist settle- sentiment to ignite the so-called Red Scare of the 1950s. He alleged that 2005 communi- or 205 communists had infiltrated the federal government and threatened the nation's security. All communists, he reasoned, <laughs> would be loyal to the Soviet Union and not America. Ugh. McCarthy spearheaded high publicized inquests wherein suspected communists were pursued to give up names of other communists in order to root them out of the preserve and to preserve our country. Wow. So, um, (sighs) come to find out there weren't that many communists. And, um, that's about it. He just, he went to town and like started accusing people of being communists for no reason. Oh my god. The incident with a, an incident with a fan sparked France's imperial invasion of Algeria. In 1830, France invaded Algeria, beginning more than a century of col- colonialism. The instigating reason for the invasion was so-called fan affair. In 1827, when Algeria was part of the Ottoman Empire... I love a good Ottoman. <laughs> I use my trash can for one. <laughs> the fan af- the fan affair involved a conversation which the ruling Turkish day asked to be reimbursed for a sum owed by the French army. When the French diplomat Pierre Devel responded with pejorative anti-Muslim terms, oh he was a racist. Mm-hmm. They, <laughs> they lit him on a fire. Oh Oh my god. Oh the day lightly hit him with the fan. So he had a fan in his hand and he hit it. King Charles okay. the Tenth believed this was an insult and gave France an excuse they needed to invade the country.
0: Oh, Lord. Over something
1: that simple? Right. They're like, we'll take it.
0: We'll take it. We'll take it.
1: <laughs> he smacked him with a fan. <laughs> Rough riders. <laughs> round up. Or what is
0: it? Regulators, or regulators. <laughs> I wasn't even wrong about it. I love that you knew what I was going to say. Right.
1: Though, <laughs> I was thinking, it was a cold write? dark night. <laughs> an American farmer shot an Irish man's pig and inadvertently ignited the pig war of 1859. What? Yes. Through the, the Oregon Treaty fixed the United States Canadian, like that is then under British rule the United States and Canadians border. The two countries each claim ownership of San Juan Island. The conflict came to a head in 1859 when an American farmer on the island shot a pig that watered onto his property and helped itself to his produce. (gasps) The pig's Uh -uh. owner, an Irishman working for the British company, demanded justice, but (laughs) but as he was not British, an American farmer protested and the issue soon spiraled into an internal conflict. Oh, an international conflict. Both, oh of the, both the Americans and the British mobilized their troops on the island, but peace prevailed in 1872 when Germany intervened and decided that the land should go to the United States. <laughs> and then the British finally backed off.
0: You're kidding me.
1: Over a pig. Oh my lord. Okay. And one person sued CBS in retribution for the stress a radio broadcast caused them. Okay. In 19... 19- oh, Orson Wells. Okay. Oh, yeah. In 1838, Orson Welles produced and starred in a radio broadcast, The War of the Worlds. We all know about it. Right. In which, you know, we all know the the, the aliens were coming, blah, blah, blah. People believe that shit. Right. Um, it says, However, historians believe that the broadcast didn't provoke mass hysteria, contrary to popular belief. Welles' program likely had a low listener rating and probably didn't cause thousands of Americans to take to the street and panic. But it did cause stress for some listeners. One suffered a heart attack during the broadcast and another sued CBS for provoking a nervous shock. Oh, Well, yeah. Nervous shock. I <clears throat> guess so.
0: They probably were terrified. They were terrified. It was a terrifying thing if you've ever listened to it. Um, Genghis Khan
1: destroyed an entire empire in retribution for murder of his messengers. So, Genghis Khan, anyone? In nineteen, 19- In 1219, Mongol leader Genghis Khan invaded some really crazy... Wazireaming Empire in modern day Iran the reason for the invasion is Shah Muhammad killed and disfigured messengers that Khan had sent to address tra- to address trade so he would send these people to try and get trade from what is now Iran right and when they went there the the guy that was running shit just killed them
0: and so he invaded so, the country. Khan didn't just invade the empire the with stunning
1: speed. He laid it to waste. The casualty likely numbered in the mili- millions <gasps> or three quarters of the empire's fucking population. Like, Genghis Khan was not fucking around.
0: Oh my god.
1: That's why they made him the bad guy in Milan. Yep. Anyway, World War I broke out and took the lives of millions because the heir to the Astro-Hungarian throne was assassinated. Um. So, the reason for World War One was Gavrilo Princip. somebody died. That one's not interested. Mm -hmm. Um. Britain spent nine years at war with Spain after a Spanish officer cut a British captain's ear off. Oh my God! Great Britain and Spain went to war over a violent indignity that Spanish officer inflicted on a British one. In 1739, Robert Jenkins captioned the British ship Rebecca, while he navigated the ship. Through the Caribbean. Ooh, pirates of the Caribbean. Spanish uh-huh. officers forced their way to onto it and then cut Jenkins' ear off. Jenkins at least got to keep his other ear. Oh, no. Well, <laughs> oh, that's good. He got to keep <laughs> his ear. He put the ear in a container and brought it back to Britain as evidence of Spain's violence. The loss of his ear outraged the British public and already prickly towards Spain. Public opinion wanted the country to pay for what it had done. A result the war between Britain and Spain lasted nine years. <gasps>
0: Over an ear since
1: it is be- became a piece of war of the Australian succession. oh my God, over an ear over an ear, and those were the fourteen biggest over exaggerations.
0: I have an over exaggeration what what is it? So we know Jamie Spears stepped down as the conservator finally so. <sighs> and Brittany decided I'm going to celebrate by getting completely butt naked and putting little flowers over my hoo-ha and my nip-nips. She's like, I'm Britney's titties, bitch. Uh, well, I'm um, Britney's entire naked body bitch is kind of where she went with it. She oh, did. She needs an OnlyFans. She pushed her boobs together again. She loves putting her boobs together. She, you, get just so, like this.
1: you get so angry when, they, like, I push my boobs. If I'm standing in
0: the mirror, my boobs go together because I'm like, remember when? <laughs> I don't actually get mad about it, but it's like, I don't want to put it. Okay. When you're, when you hold your boobs together and you push them together like this, I assume, you know, it's like sort of done on purpose stage for that. And I don't know. I don't, I think to me, it's like, I push my boobs together to be something I would send my husband. You get what I'm saying? Like, you know, jokey, jokey. I wouldn't push my boobs together and then like let the whole world see it, and I certainly wouldn't put little fake ass fucking flowers down in between my cleavage. Cause you're boring. I am a boring little biatch. So you're such a fucking prude. I am <laughs> such a prude. So now it's funny. So this is that. Jesus Christ, Brittany, get it together! Oh, hold on. Oh, we're not done. There's like seven oh my of God. them. And and this one, she pulls her hair up.
1: Oh, that was nice of her. Get it off. You know, to fuck all types of modesty now.
0: Mm-hmm. So, and then oh, here we go. Meow. <laughs> Meow. Oh, here we go, and there we go. She just covering her nips. She
1: wasn't. Yeah, even that really one. Pushing she's
0: covering her nips. Oh, oh no, no, no. This one, you can see the top of her nips. Oh shit! Yes. Where's she at? That looks. She's pretty. in the water, and it's beautiful. And uh, oh, here we go. Oh, there's the pusher upper. Oh, there you go. Mm-hmm. So she's like losing her entire fucking mind. You know what she reminds me of? She reminds me of a child who grew up with a preacher slash. Is she rebelling? Something. Yeah, where they they finally get away from the church and they lose their entire mind and go get gonorrhea somewhere. You know what I mean? <laughs> like, and it's just it's weird to me because I'm like. Your children you. need to see this. I hate you, Daddy. I'm going to get an STD. Yes, I feel like it's kind of, you know what I mean? But she's got teenage sons. And it's like, they're going to, you know, get this. You know what I mean? They're they're going to see this. I mean, people are going to talk about it. And it's kind of like, is this really what you want to do to have people take you seriously and think that you're okay? And mm. you know what I mean? They're also about to see her text sex tape when it leaks. Oh, okay. Go ahead. So... Alright, I'm ready.
1: Oops. Raunchy Britney sex tape leaks. No. (laughs) Oh, there already was one? It is still not that innocent. (laughs) Oh my god, the puns. Radar Online.com has exclusively obtained a copy of a sex tape starring a 35-year-old mother of two, and according to the source, close to the reigning pop princess, the scandal could send her over the edge again. In the footage, which Radar has decided not to publish, Spears is topless while smoking what looks to be the joint and gyrating on top of her secret lover. According to an insider, Spears, who recently fallen head over heels in love with a much younger male model, Sam Asagari, 22, is horrified this is happening to her after everything she's been through. She's totally mortified and not coping well at all, the insider said. Every time she thinks she finally put the past to bed, <laughs> someone comes back to haunt her. A seedy sex tape is more than she can handle right now. However, as fans know, this is not the first time a sex tape has reportedly surfaced. As the recent aired Lifetime biopic Britney Ever After revealed, the singer is reported to have secretly made sex tape with then-boyfriend Justin Timberlake. What? I would watch that. Is it? Right. He'll be like, "Cranny a river.
0: Oh, sorry. Although she just the, was gyrating in her seat, and you don't even get to see it. We have to start recording these so they can see. <laughs> All the footage of the net,
1: The new flick had been reviewed by Radar. A rep of, for Spears denied that the, such a tape existed. Why do you think the... Who do you think the co-star of Britney Spears' sex tape is? Tell us your thoughts below. Dun-dun-dun! You dirty hoe, Britney. Britney. Dirty, dirty
0: girl. I don't, but you know what? Without them releasing it to see it,
1: how do you know it's
0: real? Cause she's crazy. She just can't think. Oh my God. She's so
1: excited. She's in too deep because
0: she's crazy. Oh (laughs) Oh my God. Well, so I just feel like she's just, I don't know. I'm not saying that she needs to have a conservatorship necessarily. But it would be good for her to have somebody just paying attention, being like, you know what, Brittany, maybe putting half your nipple and all of your body out on the internet is probably not a great idea. And the more you kind of, and I felt good because, okay, I thought I'm just being a haterade and I'm not being a haterade. I want to see her be good. Like she finally got out. I want to see her go back to work and kill it.
1: Drank all the haterade and it was orange. I did not. You know why I know it was I orange? Because orange. orange, you hating right now? Oh fuck up! But I do.
0: I want to see her go back to working um, and killing it and being like, up. "See, look what I did." You know what I mean? I didn't need this conservatorship. Like I am a force to be reckoned with, and I always figured her to be that way. Well, I mean, well, I don't know. I mean, you know, you grow up and you know you're young, and then you know you learn your shit or whatever. So I. Just, She's smart when it comes to what you do and what people want. Is she a force to be reckoned with? Because a bra could take her down right now. (laughs) A bra could take her down. A bra would just ruin her whole entire mood. Well, it it made me feel better to know that I wasn't the only one like, oh my God, somebody told her to put her fucking clothes back on. Like, there's other people that were commenting on that article that came out and they were all like, holy shit, Britt! Like, what the fuck? You know, like, somebody needs to pay attention to her. Maybe she does need a conservatorship. A lot of people were saying it. Brittany, if you hear this. She's
1: not going to hear this. I'm going to need you to get your shit together. (laughs) Like, just make an awesome song. Drop that single, bitch. Drop it. Drop it like it's hot. Not like you dropped your bra. (laughs) Actually, yeah, exactly like you dropped your bra. Drop it. Show the world that you still have what it takes. Because you're fucking Brittany, bitch. I know, right? That's what I'm saying. You, you don't need
0: to be completely naked. It's only a matter of time till
1: the TikTok videos cuz people are going to start making fun of her and somebody's going to be like, "Leave Brittany alone." You don't, do you really want that guy to make a comeback, come back? Oh god. Do you oh really god, want he's gay that? in porn now. Probably.
0: He is. He's in gay porn. <sighs> it says Chris something or other. I can't remember. I mean, you know what? And I mean, yeah, and he went to gay I'm porn. Wrong... And I loved him. He used to do the cutest movies and then all of a sudden he like went like lost his mind. I'm like, "Are you on drugs or something?" Like, what the fuck? Like, I couldn't understand why he went the way he did. He's actually friends with my friend, Miranda. So, Miranda. Miranda, yeah. like My friend that moved to Tennessee. Yeah, she moved to Tennessee. She's actually friends with him. Like, they've known each other. They grew up together. They're, they're together. Well, they used to be together all the time. They're not now. But I'm like, oh, my God. What the hell's going on with him? And it just was so weird. So, yeah. The guy that was like, leave me alone is, like, in gay porn now. Oh. Uh. I mean, not that it really matters. It's just, it, I guess I could have just said he's just in porn now. But. So Saturday night while we were
1: at the pub, I don't remember who said it. I think it might have been bacon. Was it, was it bacon? I said he'd zip right up in it. Um, somebody, one of the boys, when they found out how much money I made doing the show. Yeah. I was like, I'm in the wrong business. I just got to go and buy me a nice dress. I think it was bacon. Oh, really? <laughs> <laughs> well, it
0: doesn't have anything to do with gay porn, but I, just I was gonna say, funny. where the hell did that come from? We were talking about gay porn, and all of a sudden, I mean, I'm trying to think of where your mind would track to. Like, how did you land on thinking from gay porn to, ba- I guess, bacon and a dress? Maybe? I do enjoy I gay porn, though.
1: I do enjoy it. Not gonna lie. Like the guy ones. uh all types of gay porn, but I prefer lesbian porn. Okay, I was gonna say I
0: don't remember you ever telling so, me you watch guy gay porn.
1: What? Are our top states besides? Um,
0: besides oh, so you're not gonna read all fifty of those? No, are you? no. How about you do the tri states with us?
1: Well, I like everything to, around us. I wanted to do, and like my foot. I know that there's some people listening to us in California. I was gonna do the people that
0: are listening. Oh,
1: okay. Let's see.
0: Yeah, let's see. Everybody likes our last episode, Farts and Monsters, by the way. Big time plays off of that. People love farts. They do. I think they just were like, oh, my God, she said Farts and Monsters. Let's listen. (laughs) Uh. (laughs) She said farts. Monster farts. All right. So it is. Topsy all. All right. So right now it is Philadelphia. Okay. So PA. Mm Mm-hmm. And then, well, that's not the. Uh, now we're in Germany. Germany's coming in hot right now. Brussels again. Lima. Uh, let me see. I don't really know. I doesn't right. really say. Like I'm. My it's loading really really slow. So that's
1: fine. So I will read a couple of these every week until Halloween. But we'll start with Delaware. Okay. So Delaware's spookiest story is in 1965 Woodburn. Has, ser- has served as the official residence of Delaware's governor. But more than a century before that, it became known as the home to more than one apparition. Around 1815, the home's owner were entertaining Lorenzo Dow, a well-known Methodist clergyman. When the group sat down to breakfast one morning, Dow asked if the, the other guests would be joining them. But there was no other guest. When Dow described the man he had seen the evening before, it became clear that it was Charles Hilliard III, the late father of the home's owner. Rumor has it that if you leave out a glass of good wine at night, it might be gone in the morning. Hilliard was a bona fide onophile, whatever that means. Okay. I guess he's a wino. Sounds like the kind of ghost we could hang with. Okay. That's that's where we're at right now. Like, that's the scariest fucking shit in... The the one about Lums Paw was scarier than that.
0: Oh, so that's all they could give you?
1: That's all you could give us? Well, Delaware, we're small. Let's see. Oh, Florida. We got Florida. But let's do... Well, yeah, you should do Florida. Because we always talk about Florida? Yeah. Okay. Don Cesar Hotel in St. Pete Beach, Florida was built by Thomas Rowe and named for a character in the opera Martini Martina. Rowe had attended the opera during his time as a student in London and fell head over heels in love with it. For its star, a Spanish arist- aristocrat named Lucinda. Wouldn't it be an aristocrat Is Okay, I don't know. They regularly met mm-hmm. at a fountain in the city and made plans to sail to America and be married. But Lucinda's parents didn't approve of their romance and took her back to Spain. He wrote her faithfully, but his letters were returned unopened. One, only one letter of Lucinda's ever reached Roe. Time is infinite, she wrote. I wait for you by our fountain. To share our timeless love, our destiny is time. According to legend, Lucinda died of a broken heart. Roe, who said he would never love anyone else, would go on to build his hotel. It was completed in 1928 and features an exact replica of the fountain where the lovebirds spent happier times. Oh. Oh. Rose Ghost has been spotted on the beach, on the hotel's fifth floor, and in the lobby, and in the garden where he is sometimes seen holding the hand of a woman believed to be Lucinda. Oh. Oh, that's not scary. That's super sweet. Super sweet. Okay. Oh, soup's adorable. Oh, here's Kentucky. Oh, there you go. And in, 19, in 1891, just a year after thousands of spectators converged on Pikeville. To see the last hanging in the trial of the Hatfields and the McCoys, a newlywed named Octavia Hatcher died. Octavia had fallen into the depression shortly after her only child had died in infancy and then slipped into a fatal coma. Since it was a hot spring, her husband wasted no time in burying her. But soon doctors began to notice a strange but not lethal sleeping sickness spreading through the town. Panicked, her husband exhumed her casket and found its inner lining shred with claw marks and his wife's face frozen in a mask of terror. Wracked with guilt, he had buried Octo- Octavia and had an all stone, had an all, a tall stone statue of her placed above the grave. Locals said they can still hear her crying and that once a year on the anniversary of her death, the statue rotates and turns back on Pikeville. Oh. Like turns its back on it. Yeah. That's crazy. That's actually scary. Um, that is scary are
0: you done with that
1: yeah I can read a couple more every week
0: okay because I have this one because you're talking about scary I like and... scary I love spooky season people what you do
1: I knocked a pet over
0: oh okay um where are you go oh here it is oh <sighs> so there was this woman who posted something I'm in this it's this group called True Crime Uncensored discussions, and they took like something somebody else posted and put it in this group, and it was like a girl who did like notes inside her Apple phone, and it looks like that. And this is what she said, and to me, this is like, oh shit! Like this is some scary as shit. This is what I'd be telling my son when he gets ready to go around a boot camp, and if they act all crazy. And if sex is good, because God knows what might happen to him out there. I just felt like mama needed to have that discussion. That is not the one you bring home. That is the one that you triple, you know, cover up. And you don't bring that one home. You don't have babies with that one. Because that's the one who won't let me see the baby. And it's this. And okay. you'll see what I'm talking about. Because you know what I'm talking about. They're fucking crazy. End up having a kid. You don't marry them. And then I'll, I'll, they just hold the kid from you all the time. No. So anyway. It says, I dated this guy for some years and deep within me wanted to marry him. He loved me too, but he wasn't sure whether or not to settle down. We were both ready to settle and spend the rest of our lives together. However, he was being unreasonable. Then my intuition drew my attention to certain sudden changes. He was chatting, seeing another girl, a very pretty lady. My chances with him were becoming slim. So I drugged his drink one night at his home with ketamine. I had as much unprotected sex as I could with him. And then cleaned him up. The moment he woke up, I left his place. I got pregnant and knowing him, um, I says. Oh, oh, I moved on to the other side. Sorry. I got pregnant knowing him, he went ahead to do the right thing to ask for a hand in marriage because he didn't want to raise a child outside of marriage. We've been eight years together as husband and wife. I love the way he treats me as his wife. I love the way he loves his kids. I love the way he loves me. He calls me so many times a day to check on me. He helps me cook, clean, and train the kids. He allows me so much time to rest. What I did may have been wrong, but it got me the result I needed. And it brought out the best in him, too. I love my husband and will do anything to make him realize that. And everybody's like, oh, my God, she raped him. You psycho bitch. You literally raped him. Does he know about it? I'm assuming he gonna find out now. I mean, she doesn't actually say it, but apparently there was like, there must have been a forum And it was the worst thing I did. And that was the hashtag for this forum. And it was called worst thing done. And she, I guess, felt like she had to say something. And everybody's like, oh, my God. Bitch, you should have took that shit to the fucking grave. And they're like, like, oh, my God, this is disturbing. Shut your all the way whore mouth. And all these people are like, oh, my God, why is she not in jail? Blah, blah, blah. That's straight rape. She raped him. That's so fucking wrong. So blah, blah, blah.
1: So and she it is, is
0: really wrong, but then it's like, oh, my God, they've been together now for eight years. Apparently, they're happy and they have kids. So, she raped him,
1: got pregnant, and he married her. Uh-huh. Okay, and what did she use? Let me get a pen and paper.
0: <laughs> How do you spell ketamine? Ketamine, K-E-T. I am. Um, but, I mean, isn't that that's some scary shit, though? Like, that's a scary person. So, she might be okay now. But the moment he but, tries to leave her, that it's going to turn to arsenic. What's what I'm saying. I'm like, what will she do next? Oh, she going to end up on Snapped. They're going to end up on Deadly Vows. You know what? He probably um helps her cook and clean and train the kids and gives her all the time to rest because he's fucking paranoid to her. He's terrified of that. Because ho- there's got to be something. He has to know that she did what she did to him somehow. I can't imagine. You know what I mean? Because... I don't know. Like, he was seeing somebody else. Like Right, and then all of a he sudden, didn't really she's, well knew. she's pregnant with your baby. But it seems
1: so odd to me. Oh, my God. She, I wonder if the other lady who he was seeing at the time, like, stole this, and
0: she's like, that's it, I'm getting my man back. I don't know.
1: Because what if she stole his happily ever after?
0: Well, apparently from what this woman's saying that they are happy. Yeah,
1: but... Is he saying it? Like, we don't know his side. I don't think probably me, like.
0: it sounds, I don't know. There's like a thing going around, right? And I didn't even save it, but I had read it. Like, a couple people posted it. And there is this theory coming from somewhere, and I wish I remember where it came from. But somebody or something was saying that most marriages now in this day and age should only last seven years. And that's it. What? Yep, seven years. Period. That's it. And I'm like, so let me get this straight. After, like, seven years, you are like, well, we did our thing and it's over now. It's time to move on.
1: I don't think so. I mean, I've... I don't... I wouldn't with, that be
0: weird? I was with Ron for 15 and we weren't even married. Well, I know. But it just... The thought of it, though, if you think about it, you know, most people go through what they call the seven-year itch. And I'm like, so does that mean, like, when you get to the seven-year itch, for some of you, you're allowed to leave? Like, could you imagine... I don't know, say 50 years from now, marriage evolves because divorce is so insane. And this new way of thinking in social society says, well, you know, hey, divorce is crazy. How about if we just make it so you're in a marriage for seven years and you can keep re-upping like every year or something? Like what if marriage changes what society thinks of it? Look at her. She's looking at me like, fuck off Biatch. I haven't even got what? married once yet. Right, I don't. You were like being married anyway when you were with Ron. You were with Ron for more than most people's marriages last. Look,
1: you have no idea how many marriages me and Ron went to and then went to like divorce parties.
0: Like, like I so say, you guys outlasted so many. I mean, just being together for fifteen years like you outlasted most people's marriages. How does that feel though? If you think about that, most people's marriages fail now more fail than last. So you think. If you and Ron are able to make it 15 years, okay. and most people, like, can't make it past seven, does that still make you want to have the ring so much? With Paco? Or in general? Just yes. in general, knowing. Yes. And even now with Paco, coming up on five years, so most people will six. start getting divorced. It was just six. Six years? So that's what I'm saying. Six years. So most people's marriages have already ended. Kaylee Cuoco. From Big Bang Theory, is Um, on her second divorce now, and both of her marriages lasted less than four years. Like both of them lasted like three years. This woman can't stay married. Huh. How about a World News Daily Report? (laughs) You're like, and we're gonna move on. (laughs) Okay.
1: I got Japanese PM drinks water from Fukushima nuclear plant to reassure the world that the radiation is gone down. Fukushima. It's called Fukushima. I'm sure it's not called Fukushima. Fukushima. Original tape of Donald (laughs) Trump's "Grab Him by the Pussy" quote sold for at at auction for seventy five million dollars. His quote. His "Grab Him by the Pussy." Lottery winner shows up naked for work. (laughs) That one for his Walmart um store with his boss's faces. Face tattooed to his ass.
0: I think you need to do that one because there's that huge one right now, the big old jackpot. But I think somebody just did win in California or some shit, but there was a huge one, so do that one.
1: Okay. You're like, ask and you shall receive. Lottery winner shows up naked for his work shift at Walmart store with boss's face tattooed on his ass. <laughs> this is World News Daily Report, people, where the facts, facts don't, don't matter. <laughs> a Walmart employee from Cincinnati found a fairly unusual way to leave his job after winning 13,002, oh, 13,002 million at the, what? 13,2 million.
0: 13.2 is what it should say. 13.2, 13.2 a, million. But it's is got a comma. comma. It's
1: fucking with me. It's, yeah, yeah it I'm it is. I'm barely it's literate, people. I'm barely literate. <laughs> 13.2 million at the lottery, showing up entirely naked for work with the store manager's face tattooed on his butt. Oh
0: my god.
1: 47-year-old Jerry Smith won 13,215,720 dollar jackpot for a few weeks ago at the Powerball lottery. Who, an event that visibly changed his perception of his job at Walmart. Duh. <laughs> After 17 years at de- 17 years of fucking Walmart, no wonder. After 17 years at his job without any incident, he was involved in several heated arguments with his superior over the last week and was suspended for work for two days for disciplinary reasons. This morning, he pushed the con- confrontations a step further, showing up to work completely naked and bearing a tattoo of the store manager's face on his butt cheek. Oh, Lord. According to the co-worker Karen Miller, who witnessed everything she- <laughs> Karen Miller... Um, Who witnessed everything, Mr. Smith arrived at work totally naked and kept cussing and yelling obscenities for 45 minutes until he was arrested. Oh. (laughs) He arrived drunk and naked. 45 minutes late for his shift, he immediately began showing his ass to everyone and cursing the store manager (laughs) and the company at the top of his lungs. I feel
0: like this is me in the future. Ms. Miller claims he he defecated... (laughs) It's definitely me. I'm definitely going to defecate in Kathy's yard. No kidding.
1: (laughs) He defecated on the manager's desk and caused mayhem for more than a half an hour. Mayhem. Oh, I love they pulled out mayhem. Because her name is Karen. So she's like, mayhem. Before he was arrested and escorted out of the store by the police. I get it that he won the lottery and chose to quit, but he didn't have to act like a jerk and traumatized 100 customers by running around naked and screaming like a maniac. Karen. Oh my goodness. Ms. Miller says her former college colleague acted like a maniac and scared several elderly customers before he was finally arrested. Mr. Smith was arrested and filed with <laughs> and filed with 113 criminal charges including 113
0: uh-huh. Oh my god, I love 111 charges
1: of Indecent exposure, as well as public intoxication and vandalism, causing more than $2,500 in damage. If found guilty on all charges, get it? Listen yes. to this. How, how long do you think he faces in jail? 200 years. 67 years imprisonment and a fine of $765,000.
0: He was also obviously fired from the job at Walmart for disciplinary reasons. <laughs> I don't think he's going to give a shit. He's going to bail himself out and go, worth it. Oh, my God. If it God, was actually real. funny. Can I just mention something real quick? Yeah. Because this one was so neat. I was telling Jamie about it. There's this person on TikTok that I started following, and I was obsessed with their account. So her name is Tony on Ice on TikTok. Shit, did I like to delete the picture? I hope not. Um, and basically what it is, she went to the North Pole where they have like this huge research center there. Um, and I guess like the sun went down, like it's dark all the time there now and they drop you off in October and then they come back and pick you up like X amount of years later or months later, it's like eight months. I can't even remember anymore, but her name was Tony on the, Tony on ice. And it was just so fascinating. They teach you so much while you're there and the people look really neat. And there's all this cool stuff Look that Look at goes you using there. TikToks for educational reasons
1: where I'm like,
0: mm-hmm. I'm like going petty petty TikTok
1: and I'm like, tell petty me this. Petty TikTok. I'm on, I'm on messy TikTok. It's my favorite. <laughs> messy
0: TikTok. <laughs> messy
1: TikTok. That's what they call it.
0: So it is Tony on Ice and her handle is like at A-N-T-W-U-H-N-E-T. And it, it's it's so cool. Like she goes outside and tells you how cold it is. And it's like 70 degrees below zero. And she walks outside and like the breath that comes out of her is just like, oh my God. And then her eyelashes immediately start like getting crystals all over them. And it's it's neat. Like she just showed you the sun that came up for the first time in six months. So that was like another thing. but. You learn so much about what goes on there, and then they're really just trapped there. Like, if anything happens to them, it's too fucking late. But. Well,
1: if, they will survive a zombie apocalypse because zombies will just fr- freeze. They, they well, the one cool. thing
0: I thought was really cool there's been no COVID at the North Pole at all. Like, they do all these crazy things. So bitch, she, it's not even populated. Well, at the North Pole with any of them, they nobody has brought it there. So it is completely right, virgin Santa, territory. Santa and all those elves are fucking working, bitch. I know. Well, people were asking about it because, and she's really great about getting back to you about a lot of the stuff, right? So they were saying in order for her to even come, she had to quarantine for two weeks, take this certain flight, and it had to be a certain way. She landed at another place, had to quarantine again, and then they took her to another place, which is like in Greenland where they are. And then she had to stay there before she could come to this center. So they made her, like, she had to constantly quarantine in all these different places to make sure, and they all have to do it. And then like you all get there, and then the plane people are there for just a little while. The people that drop you off, and then like they show you another video where the plane takes off, and they're like, "Well, it's just us now." Mm-hmm. And if it helps, there's a really like these these women are swooning over the physician's assistant that's there right now. So I'm assuming if anybody get hurt or anything, they're going to this guy, and they're all like swooning over him, and he's like a decent looking guy. Don't get me wrong, but I will have to people check it are out. starting to really like talk about like these accounts. But I had to throw that out there. But in the meantime, take
1: us home, Jimmy. If you have any idea how to drug a man to get him to marry you, write us in at, straight from the net <laughs> at gmail.com. You could also find me on, Oh my god. You could also find us on Facebook, and you could also find me on TikTok at Jamie Halliball. and you can find Danielle at What are you? You're Danielle uh, straight, Danny straight
0: from the net. Danny straight from like the that. net. Something
1: like that on on yeah. on the Twi- on the TikTok. Oh, TikTok. Um, and we are on all of your major Podcast platforms, but we have something that not all podcasts have. So we're we are special. on.
0: Yes, we're on New York Daytime Radio. That is right. I thought that was a good idea. They put us on there. And it's a WMLD, the Voids of Hudson Valley Radio. And it's been over a year now. So <laughs> we just keep moving up there. Like, we're going to put you at night and then we're going to put you right. during the day. You know what? And now well, we're We've put been you there on two years,
1: two years going running now. And I think it's time for Louie to start fucking paying us.
0: Yeah, it's been a little while. Well, I think Louie doesn't really have much of a budget at the moment. But um, you can find us on the WMLD every Friday morning at 10 a.m. And if you miss us, that is okay. Because they're going to replay us again on Saturday night at 7. We think. We think. And we still have yet to check and make sure. And then if you miss that, that's okay, too. Because I'm going to upload it to our SoundCloud platform, which is our mother platform. But, again, like Jamie said, you can find us on all the major podcast uh, platforms. Wherever you listen to podcasts, you can find us. Um, in the meantime, we will see you guys next week. Bye. Bye.